Today's episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at Bandzoogle. Bandzoogle is built by musicians for musicians. It's an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Uh, I would know I'm working on a, a site over at Bandzoogle as well right now, and it's really easy to make, and you can get everything uh, up and running pretty quickly from hosting a custom domain name. Uh, you got dozens of fully customizable design templates and tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, which we love to hear as musicians. Uh, there's commission-free crowdfunding, fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your audience, social media integration, and live support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. So if you want to support the show, and if you want to help yourself while you're at it, direct support podcast listeners can go to bandzoogle.com. You can try it free for 30 days and use the promo code direct support, all one word, to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. That's bandzoogle.com, promo code direct support. Bandzoogle. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Direct Support. I'm your host, Peter Shrupp, and I'm so happy to have you. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Welcome back. I'm recording this from my closet. Uh, If you hear sounds in the background, my roommates are watching Fargo. They're on season two. It's very loud, and uh, I'm sure it'll come blasting in here at some point, but I'm not going to stop them, you know? I'm already like, hey, hey, can you you guys do me a favor and, like, shh, be quiet for a sec, because, like... I'm talking to somebody on a Zoom or whatever. You know, I'm like, I'm just tired of being that guy. Is I'll go, I'll go, I'll do, I'll sequester myself. I get, you know, soundproofing is. Uh, do you hear it? Soundproofing is out of the question. You know, I got, I got enough clothes here. I think that I can, I can kill it. But um, I don't know. I live my life with bouncy walls. You guys, let me know. Email me at ds with ps if you think that my shit's too bouncy. I, I can't even believe this episode. It was, it was so fun. And if you're listening, I'm sure you read the title, but I got I got Nathan Stalker this week from Hippocampus. I've been a big fan of Hippocampus forever. I, I mentioned this to him, but like they're just such an important ba- uh, band in reference to my own band. Like we've always tracked them as like a band that we all equally love and somebody like we really admire. Like they made really good EP after really good EP and it was enough to hook us in our college years when we were like forming the band, you know, and I think there's something to be said for those, those acts that are there at like integral times. So at the moment that like me and the rest of the arms of Kimbo guys are kind of like feeling each other out and figuring out how to, how to be artists with each other and how to create in our own environment. We always kind of had one eye on hippocampus being like, we want to do what they're doing. And, um, and, you know, and so, like, the fact that, like, both of us went on tour with, like, the same band, the Mowgli's, for our first runs, which is something we talk about here, it's like, I don't know, just big stuff uh, to me, important to me. And so being able to sit down with Nathan and have a conversation about kind of his career and, and a little bit about um, his view on creativity was, for me, a treat. For you guys, I hope you enjoyed it. It's a fun conversation. And uh, and I really liked him, which is always a relief because uh, <laughs> he's, he's a cool guy, but you never know when you meet people that, that, that you look up to and, and, um, man, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so a couple things, if you're new to the show, welcome. I appreciate you being here. Um, follow my Instagram at direct support pod. Um, and if you've been here for a while and you want to leave a review or a rating, please five star ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts or subscribe to the show on Spotify, whatever 
you're doing is cool. I say we just jump into it after uh, after I read this this little email. So I got an email from Nathan after we talked. Uh, you'll hear why. But he basically said, uh, great chatting with you, dog. I appreciate your time and thoughtful questions. Here's a tune from Quarantine. It's about being a well-dressed undertaker. Didn't manage to think of any tidbits from homies on the road, though. So, yeah, one of my questions to him goes unanswered. Uh, that's okay. We thought that we'd do it in post, but uh, but we didn't get there. And, um, yeah, so we'll start off this episode with a Brother Kenzie song, I assume. It's really just a song by Nathan, and it's called Overgiver, and it's awesome, and it's unreleased. So this is where it will live, you know, for the time being, which which I'm, I'm honored and, and delighted to be able to bring it to you guys. So... Please enjoy my conversation with Nathan from Hippocampus and check out his solo project, Brother Kenzie, and check out Baby Boys. It's one of Nathan's projects with one of his other band members. Yeah, just get get in that world. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Hippocampus is, is straight up one of the greatest modern bands right now. So, all right. Enjoy Overgiver. Here it is.
welcome for real this time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you in St. Paul? Uh, I'm in Minneapolis actually. Nice. Yeah. But I live in St. Paul. I feel like actually maybe a shock that y'all would be this deep in the career and not having moved to one of the coasts or something. I, I, I actually really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's definitely a point of conversation. I think like, I don't know, this is just home. And I think like, you know, coming back from tours and shit, like it's just always such a nice spot up here. It's still removed and like isolated, but the community is pretty strong too. So you don't get like lost in the mix and all of our families up here. So it's like, and I would imagine that you also can actually feel like you're coming home. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, like when you're on the road and then you're like going home to a place that is like newish, it's like, what's the point even? hundred percent. Yeah. LA and New York are great, lovely spots, but, uh, yeah, it's this is such a home vibe, yeah. the Midwest, you know. So, I'm um, I'm in LA and grimacing when you say it's great at the same time, even though I live here. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like snowing right now, so mm-hmm. pros and cons. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, we get like five months of yeah, no snow out of the year. So. Yeah, dude, uh, I. I'm just uh I'm kind of curious what what your what your life looks like now that with with this whole pause and everything. Sure. <laughs> Fucking nuts, dude. It's yeah. weird. Uh can I swear? Oh, I can swear. Dude, you can say anything. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> you know, just go off ramble some political nonsense. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, honestly, like my intro this week is just me exhaling. I I like danced in the street on Saturday with Oh, dude, what a day. What a day. I woke up to people, like, hollering in the street. Dude. And I was, like, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here we go. Like, yeah, I woke up to a, there was a DJ on the corner of our street. That's great. It's that's crazy. Great. Yeah, and there was, like, that place used to be an ice cream shop. Now it's just, like, an empty house. Oh, sure. And okay. be, it was a, literally a 12-hour dance party. It was crazy. That's so rad, dude. I know. Yeah, that was that was a great day. And it was like 70 degrees here. Which, which is was, a huge deal. Holy shit. It's yeah. November and it's 70. Like, that's that's unreal. So it was just like, I'm going to go hammock and listen <laughs> to everybody be stoked. It was good. It was a good day. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, that like, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, like, it's those little things. Like, just take what you can get. Totally. That's where, that's where I'm at. And yeah. I, I guess I've always kind of operated with that um just like on a life basis yeah um but yeah since this pandemic um i mean a lot has changed but like not a lot has changed like we took off this year from touring to write a new record and um for hippo and uh so we we were kind of already planning on like being you're gonna shelve yourselves anyway Yeah. yeah exactly on lockdown so it was like you know, a blessing, you know, yeah. like we didn't get absolutely rammed by like, you know, the business and the band and like creatively and stuff like that. We didn't, we pretty much like finished the record the day everything like hit the fan, like, and it was just so like the timing of it was like kind of perfect for us. Um, so practicing gratitude has been like a, a very 
a prominent thing over the last eight months, however long it's been. Dude, so it's crazy how wildly different it is for everybody. Like I definitely have some levels of guilt cause I'm also somebody who in a way benefited. Like a lot of things went nicely for me timing wise, you know, like our tour got canceled. So that was like the big bummer. And then like personal life stuff kind of improved. You on tour? We were going to leave on March. Our first show was in Phoenix and we're in LA on March 27th. Oh, right. So that's like 10 days maybe. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro, that's crazy. It is crazy, but it's like everybody was on a different cycle of, of things being eat like gnarly yeah. or okay. You know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I remember like talking to, um, our photographer Britt and our, um, our tour manager, Nate, he was on, he was on the road with coin and they were like three shows in and it was like, they just dropped a record and like, that was like so hard to watch that, you know, damn, pack it up and go. And the, uh, you know, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're actually right here. They're in like Highland park. They're, they're like, yeah. uh, like oh, cool. 20 minutes from me. Oh, sweet. What neighborhood are you in? I'm in Los Feliz. Oh, sweet. Cool. Um, yeah. So those guys were on tour with coin and, and then it was just like, we gotta go, we gotta go home. But, uh, yeah, everybody's situation is so different. And I don't know. I've just, we were all just really blessed to be able to like take this year off anyway. And like kind of like escape by the skin of our, what's that phrase? Skin of skin of our teeth. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. I ain't got skin on my teeth. Dude. Doesn't make sense. Um, that's a a frustrating one now. Yeah. (laughs) It's good though. I mean, just trying to stay busy. What are your habits like? I, I found myself fluctuating intensely between like thinking I was going to get ripped at the beginning of this and then like and then not doing anything. <laughs> Physically fit? Yes. Um, <laughs> dude, I get ripped every day, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. I've, I, pretty much every day I, I think about getting ripped and then dude. how it's not, it's just not going to happen. Know. You know, it's not going to happen. What, what am I, you know? I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm just going to like sit around and like, I don't know, read books and like drink beer and shit. And like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. You know, but Um, I like that you keep, you keep going back to the well, you know, you keep thinking today's the day. Yeah. 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 I mean, (laughs) maybe someday it'll come to fruition, but for right now I'm happy with my body. (laughs) My body's not happy with me, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I wake up and I like, you know, I'm very privileged to be able to um, still make music with my friends and like everybody's healthy over here. Um, our families are good and like we're all just like being as safe as we can, but we're also able to like, you know, swap ideas, like work with different artists, like over Zoom calls and shit like that and like production work, like. Yeah. Jake and uh, two of my bandmates are in LA right now, actually oh, nice. uh, working on, on some stuff in, where are they? Studio city. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, I literally just talked to him. I don't know. They're somewhere. Sure. It's such a town, dude. I know you could have said any neighborhood and I would have been like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it doesn't really matter. It doesn't um, really matter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're good. We just keep, 
making music and yeah. try to make sense of everything and try to balance like our personal selfish desires in the midst of like this social struggle and like are you guys doing a lot of that co-writing stuff um it's more production got it um, okay yeah we're all kind of working on our own solo stuff too i mean like jake and i are in, in another band called uh baby boys dude i checked it out i really liked it it's really oh, thanks, awesome. man. yeah thank you uh yeah so we got new music coming with that project and mm-hmm. um uh, we worked on that samia record earlier in the year oh, cool. um, that just dropped in mm-hmm. august and uh yeah so we get to, we're, we're staying busy jake just dropped his record and um yeah well, that's, I guess I'll just like dive right in. Cause that's one of the things I was like really pleased to find all the brother Kenzie stuff. And I was like, Oh shit, everybody's doing a million things. Like there cool. must've been like some moment where like hippo kind of took off and like had a life of its own. Right. And then everybody started to like branch out once you started seeing success there. How did that kind of pan out for you guys? Um, yeah, the hippo thing was like, so fast everything just like it was was insane the rate at which that developed and um i had been making and releasing solo music before um that really took off and uh it was nice to have that kind of as a pad like okay this is kind of something that i'll always have with me no matter like what band i'm in or like where hippo goes um and yeah, now with this break too, uh, after the Bambi tour cycle, we were all able to uh, kind of like settle down a little bit and just be like, okay, holy shit, that was a lot of shows. And we've been touring like pretty nonstop for the last five years, four and a half years. Dude, not nonstop though. Like every time I'd check, I was like, oh yeah, we could see them again. Like we've like <laughs> me and my bandmates have probably seen you guys like three times, whether it was like, jun- oh. like junior, junior, or like to like you guys, like, you know, like headlining, like we kind of watched the whole cool. thing and it was like, uh, like big in our mythos as a band to watch you guys, you know? Wow, man. Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. So it was just a lot of, a lot of like go, go, go. And, you know, bringing it back to the home thing. Like Minnesota is really good to just like go inward, especially during the winter. And so, um, yeah, we all make our own music now, I guess. <laughs> and it's nice to have that, like, you know, there, there is no sort of like every, I feel like the every day, like something is being shaken up in the industry and every day I'm just like, I keep opening the door a little bit and I'm like, wait, there's like no rules. Like we can literally do like whatever we want, whenever we want, you know, like everything is, is being, uh, ground up and like reshaped and molded. And, um, so it's really not as difficult of of a process as we initially would think. Um, so that's nice. It's relieving. I had that talk with, um, with one of my bandmates a couple of years. Remember when there was like, you know, it felt like an EP is one thing and it's like three to five songs. And then a record is another thing. And it's like, I guess, eight or more. And then mm-hmm. Kanye started the thing of like seven song projects, you know? Sure. And then everybody sure. was just like, okay, now like all these things came out that were like seven songs, which seemed like before then to be like the only number you couldn't make of an album. Sure. You sure. Know? Those yeah. kind of things are like reminders that this shit, you could do anything. 
Yeah, man. Everything's on the table. Everything's off the table. You can do whatever you want, you know? And yeah, hip hop is like the, like the groundbreaking with that, you know, like those are the artists that are really shit and all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) They don't care. No, they don't. They don't care. It's great. It's the best. But also one of the things like, uh, like your bio for that project on Spotify is just letting things out. Right. It really felt like a, it really felt like a, when I was listening to it, it was like a pressure valve release. Like there was everything from like super long ambient tracks to like, you know, really sweet acoustic tracks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's just a, it's a very, um, uh, I'm kind of trigger happy with the brother Kenzie project. Uh, if, if something strikes me, I'm just going to like do it. And, um, I have that freedom. I'm not tied down and it's nice. Everybody needs that at some point, I think, especially being in like, in a, um, successful, uh, band that like has a lot of hands in the pot, you know, like there's, there's a lot of constraints around, what I can do as an individual within that group, you know, um, as with the rest of the guys. And so it's nice to have the, the solo stuff and, um, content wise, it's like, I don't know. It's just like getting drunk and like making ambient loops and (laughs) throwing like weird bird sounds, bird noises in there and, Right. Like yeah. Well, I'm, I, 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 the reason I'm so curious about it is cause like my band is just starting to breach that moment. Like my other singer in my band started a solo project for the same reason, you know, it's like, it takes, you know, so many people to get something through in, in a band. Right. And then like my, my drummer's producing hip hop tracks, like I, I'm cool. doing, so, you know, it's like, it's, we're kind of like at the moment where we're, we're, we're realizing like, there's a, there's a place to come together. There's a place to like let other stuff out. And so that was what made me like relate to what I was seeing from you guys with, with brother Kenzie, with Lupin and I don't, and I don't even know what else with the other two guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful space to be in for sure. And nothing to shy away from, you know? Um, so that's cool. Are you guys all from LA? Southern California, different part. I'm San Diego. We got an LA guy, Orange County and like Coachella area. Tight. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, when did you guys like start? We we met in school. We like college oh. recording art students at our college on the west side of LA. So nice. Yeah, this became home eventually. But chill. You know, it's it's still a weird like all the stuff we were saying earlier. It's still a weird city to like. Feels like there's a bunch of different scenes like concurrent. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. It, did you feel like you guys had like a bit of a scene in Minnesota? Um. Yeah. Initially, yeah. In high school, it was like just basement shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it took off so fast, like the hippo project that it was like, you know, just two years after we graduated and we're just like, we're touring. So we yeah. didn't really have a, a, a chance to like fully steep ourselves um, with the youths of <laughs> Minneapolis and St. Paul. But right. uh, we definitely got, a good foundation here and you know, the homies are here. So yeah, it's all good. You still get, good. you get some level of hometown hero-ness also. Like even if y'all take off, you can like come back and like still recognize, I'm guessing like the first couple rows of people or something. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, yeah. The, it, the Twin Cities have always treated us really well. Um, but it, it's a weird, it's a weird dichotomy too. Cause it's like, you can just feel some of the hatred here too. It's like, there's such a, um, like anti, like commercialist, like big business band vibe here which i totally understand but yeah. like at the same time you don't have to be mad at me like really you don't have to, you don't have to hate my band and be outward about it no like, you know it's envy like it's i suppose but i don't i don't know man I don't know. Uh, it's wild no i get it. I, I definitely was tiptoeing around because there's that thing that's like that I don't know, venomous underdog thing where like somebody else's success, people consider it to be their own failure and sure. and yeah. like react in a certain way, right? The human condition. Yeah. Or I, maybe I, like some sort of byproduct of capitalism or something. I actually could, I could see that argument. The, let's, the, trace, let's trace it back right now. History lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the, the episode I put up today, do you know that band Typhoon? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the episode that went up today. And he, he explained some theory to me that like, whatever you use to explain something is always right. And I was like, okay. Cause like uh-huh. if somebody else disagrees with it, you, that's okay. Like if somebody else agrees with it, it just strengthens it more. Like, I don't know. It was some idea. I, I got to figure out what it's called. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to call it <laughs> capitalism or if you want to call it the human condition, I guess we can verify either one. <laughs> is he saying that? I'm always right. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. No, <laughs> literally nobody needs to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I love Kyle's great, dude. Yeah. He's, I don't know. He like sent me the acoustic track for the episode and I like listened to it three times. I was like, this is so nice. I can't believe oh, yeah. it. I, I'm just I, happy I have this podcast to convince people to just send me songs that I want <laughs> yeah, them to send you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Is uh, he in Portland still? Mm-hmm. Cool. I I met him at um at a show that he was he was working at the venue. Mississippi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had our shit stolen like the day before. Oh shit. And uh it was just like, God, this sucks. But he was like such a good dude. Brought such yeah. good energy and like we had to like go get like a Oh, he drove me to a hardware store and we bought a steering wheel lock. <laughs> what a fucking godsend. That's amazing. He's yeah. a great dude. <laughs> yeah, Shout was, out, Kyle. Dude, it was definitely one of those talks where I was like, I want to hang out with him in person immediately now. Yeah, I yeah. Bet. I But bet. that sucks. You guys got your shit jacked? Did you guys like do those? It was only our backpacks and like personal oh. belongings, which is Still blows. great, but also like worse at the same time <laughs> man what you guys got nothing like yeah. you got my diary you know yeah. my very personal information that like i don't want you to know about yeah it's like know? that it's like that john mulaney joke about how like people like going to parties and stealing family pictures because it's the only thing you can't replace it's amazing <laughs> it's fantastic I know. okay Okay, respect, respect <laughs> to the theft. You Coral. only have that respect because you have the space from it. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, that was a terrible day. Um, that, well, I gotta listen to that to that episode. Yeah, was, today. yeah, yeah, it's up right now. Like, how far out do you usually like record these things? Well, it depends on how backed up I am. Like, I think I might drop this one 
at like in like early mid December. Cool. Yeah. Does that work for you? Yeah. Yeah. That's t- I'm down. Sweet. I don't really have anything to promote. <laughs> Except <laughs> well, you- good vibes and you know the new president. Oh, that's worth promoting. <laughs> uh, didn't you, you dropped a record decently recently though, right? The solo stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I dropped a record in June. Yeah. <laughs> well, seeing as how there's no cycle for anything, we'll just call this part of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, yeah. That was a. I dropped it on um, the uh, the the national blackout Tuesday thing. Oh yeah. Um, not on purpose. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's just a very unfortunate series of events. Yeah. Um, we had, so, a, we had a single coming out that Friday. We had we had to pull it and we didn't actually release it again until October. Cause we were just like, I don't know yeah. when to do this appropriately. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's such a difficult thing to know right now. Yeah. You know, it's like one week you'll be like, well, this is how people are doing it. And then like, it shifts really dramatically. Like, yeah like live streams or you know ticketing like i don't know like drive like do you guys have like drive-in shows yeah there's full-on drive-in shows a lot of driving comedy shows that's so wild i know that's so crazy have you been there uh no i've been to a drive-in i saw a tenant at a (laughs) drive-in that's cool (laughs) i I, it was honestly a horrible decision because it was like it was like if me and my friends we're all like watching the movie on an iPhone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because it's like far away and like the sound is like your radio, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but Those no. concerts, though, they got to be weird, man. Like, yeah. How, how do you do that? And well, like, you how, guys can't how be how doing it there it? snowing, can you? Oh, no. There's no the, way. There's well, no way. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That seems weird. That would, it would only happen like in the burbs. Right. Like really. How, I mean, how active is, is the, the people like, I feel like here it's like LA, like people are going to party regardless. Like people are going to find a way to party in the city. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely happens. There's definitely like people still go out. For sure. Yeah. It gets wild though, dude. Like the burbs rural. (laughs) These people are there's something else. There's something else. They really are. There's so much space and there's just so many rednecks. It's crazy. You kind of live lawlessly. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's, it's, it's really entertaining from afar. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm not trying to like shit on their lifestyle or anything or their choices. I'll be, it's wild a little bit. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) it's a different culture out there. It's such a, drastic turn from like Minneapolis, you know. Totally. What's the last time we played in Minnesota, we played um like a it was like a youth center or something. It was like a sober venue by a skate park. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um Fallout? I don't think it was called I forget. I forget. Anyway, it just it felt it had that like suburby vibe. It felt like was it Minneapolis? Yeah, I think so. I think it wasn't Minneapolis proper though. I think it was like a like a it was suburbia. I don't know, but all I know is that I I kind of felt I what you're talking about, like because oh, yeah. it was like a, it was like a sober venue and everybody was just getting hammered in the parking lot, you know. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I mean well, that's that's what you do. Yeah, as one does. That's crazy. Yeah. 
when was that? When was that show? Um, oh, like just about a year ago. Cool. Like October 2019. Those days. <laughs> oh man. Like yeah, we got. I got the fucking like the phone reminder that we played our last show, like our, our last LA show a year ago yesterday. Wow. You know? And it was like, man, I, I don't know how did, how the fuck did that happen? It really is crazy. Just like that. Yeah. It's like quick. Did you guys play any shows this year at all? Our last show was in um february top of february at first have and it was a benefit show for um what was it called it was the broder show i did mm-hmm. it was just like a marijuana death squads played and dizzy Faye played and it was great that's awesome it was like yeah, it was a month before everything hit the fan yeah it's crazy did you ever do brother kenzie shows no, never. I've never just a recording project. Yeah, so far. I mean, yeah. I, I've always talked about it, but I've never really. Um, I've, I've I've talked about like going on tour and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nothing more than like expressing interest in it. You know. Sure. <laughs> well, I've, I've also just never had the time. Um, over the last five years. Right, you guys it. are kind of under the gun, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Never done anything. Yeah. Well. Is there ever a moment, like, what delineates... Is there ever a song that you're, like, writing for this project and you're like, I actually think it should be a hippo song or vice versa? I'm, I've kind of gotten past that question mm-hmm. in my brain. I used mm-hmm. to ask that, like, all the time. Sure. Um, but actually very recently, I've, like, solidified in my head, like, I'm not going to worry about where an idea goes because, like two months down the road, like somebody else might really want this thing that I've been planning to have on this other project. Like I don't really have any sort of tight grip around where songs go. I just think that like it'll find its own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, I think I needed to hear that kind of in a sense, like I'm, I'm kind of there, you know? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really freeing for me. Just like, you write so many songs, you just do it over and over like day in, day out. And, um, whether it becomes a song now or a song in like a year or like five years, you know, like sure. literally for this last baby boys record, we were using like voice memos that I had from like 2016, like three, three years in the making, like 10 second voice memo, like riff ideas and, um, anything, anything can be used, you know, or yeah. reused, recycled, and like, there's multiple places for one idea to live, and um, yeah, so I don't really worry about that too much anymore, or ask myself that question because it, it kind of just bogs down the efficiency of getting ideas out in the first place for me, you know. But no, um, no, yeah, no, you're right. I I, uh, I like recently did a. Like I was doing the same thing, like digging up old voice memos, you know, and I would just like listen to them and be like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this is all right. You know, like show it to my drummer, like show him a couple. I'm like, which ones of these are terrible and which ones mm-hmm. do you already know? Cause you've heard it before. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 90% of it's probably garbage, but yeah. like, that's just you. That's your experience with it. And you, you show it to somebody else and you might think it's fucking gold. Um, but yeah, it's, it's as long as you record everything, that's like, right. That's all you got to do. You know, just like sit down and 
hone that craft, you know, and then, you know, quantity over quality, something will come out at some point, you know? Uh So that's my perspective. I totally feel you on that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny because it's like, if not, this shit's just going to live on my phone forever. Like it's never going to go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Into into the hands of the the government, you know. Yeah. Or some asshole who stole my backpack. (laughs) I'll get you. I'll get you one day. (laughs) Track you down. Uh, What about so what about this baby boys record? Is it like, um, I mean, it feels like a lot more like, I don't know, perhaps like Justin Vernon influencer, like some, some more of that like modern kind of like the indie electronica. I don't know. The new, the new shit coming out. Yeah. 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 Dude, I'm so stoked on that. Really? I'm not going to tell you a whole lot cause I, I'm legally binded. Um, excellent. That's even better. I, no, I don't, I don't think I am actually. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, this record is going to be, it's sick. It's sick. It was just like, it was like nine days we recorded it mm-hmm. and it was like early afternoon till like six in the morning sessions. Yeah. And we were just saying yes to everything. It was just like, go, 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 go. And, uh, it's, it's really, um, well, yeah, like on the topic of like reusing, recycling old ideas for new, new shit, it's like, that's kind of a major instrument in this record that's coming out. Sure. It's, there's a lot of like organic, um, like static that you would get from just leaving a microphone on, but there's also like very digital sounds and programming. And, um, I don't know. It's a lot of things. It, It covers a lot of ground, I think, sonically, um, but it never really strays far from the path of our mantra, which is just to like say yes and just go and like momentum over everything. If something isn't working, great, let's do something else. And if it, if something is working, then we'll just take it as far as we can, you know? And, um, that's kind of our, uh, that's our model in the studio. So yeah, it was a really, it was a great experience. And, um, that was like, that was a year ago. Yeah, just over a year ago that we wrote it. Um, but we're hoping to get it out soon. We're getting a plan. We got a plan. So I'm fired up on how fired up you are about it. And it's and it, <laughs> cool. I'm glad it's, it's 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 coming across well then. And Good. that project is you, Jake, and the dude from Happy Children. Is that right? Yeah, Caleb Hens. Got it. Yeah, he had a kid. Um, he just had a kid. Nice. And she's beautiful. And I'm telling you that just because. I don't no, know why. No, I mean that's awesome. I, I work with I work with literal babies. So Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. My job when I'm here, I like do like music classes for like mommy and me age oh. kids. Are you an angel? Is that what it is? <laughs> Damn, dude. That's it's great. It's very sweet. And you know, with the with the lockdown, it's been in parks and like privates and backyards and stuff. Wow. But Dude, it's crazy. People need their kids entertained right now because they're dying in their houses. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure kids are sure. drowning a little bit. <laughs> what a what a time for that. Yeah. <laughs> who who would have thunk? Who would have thunk that I'd be busier now when everybody else is like in their pajamas? You know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's just so crazy to me having a child, and holy moly, those are fucking insane. <laughs> those are humans. I know. How old are you? Not to be a prick, but how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Come on, man. I'm 20. I turned 26 in July. Oh, what day? The 4th, July 4th. Okay, nice. I'm July 27th, 26 as well. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm also, when I see people my age or younger or, uh, or exes having their second kid, <laughs> not oh, to name oh, names. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you keep up with them? I actually do. I'm on good terms with all my exes. What about you? All my exes live in Texas. That's that's really convenient. You get to just avoid one city. One. one. Uh, nah, I don't really. Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't really. No, nah, I don't know. Yes and no. I don't really have exes. I guess. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Wait. So you're. Uh, um, what's what is it? You said the twenty seventh is your birthday. Mm-hmm. What's your sign? What is that? I'm a Leo. Ah, oh, goddamn. That's right. right. Your cancer. Yeah, I'm yeah. on it. I only know it because my other bandmate is a cancer as well. But I don't even know why I brought it up if I didn't know. Because like people care about that shit. Yeah, it's real. I do. I am wearing a cancer necklace right now. There you go. I have no like. I shouldn't be able to if I don't know what comes after cancer. If I don't know, like. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Well, mine pretty much matches up with my personality. Does yours generally? I don't know. I don't know enough about the other ones. I think people, uh, yeah, have widely agreed that I am a cancer through and through. Um, Got it. I mean, I can find truth in being a a Sagittarius or something, though, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently, we're like compatible, pretty compatible. For us. Yeah. Yeah, complimentary signs. Uh, okay, can I can I uh, lay out a wild theory? Sure. Okay, it has to start with this question though. Were you a warped tour youth? Oh, wow! No, I was no. not. I really wanted to be. Okay. What does, that, what does that mean? Um. Well, I just I didn't really grow up going to shows. You know, I grew up okay. in in the church. My dad is a pastor. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in a, um, uh, non-secular world. Got it. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I loved, I romanticized the culture of, yeah. of that, of like wearing vans and like having like dyed hair. Yeah. And I don't know, like seeing shit, you know, mm-hmm. and I get the disco. Yeah. No, I mean, same and I and I hit it eventually, but a little late, you know. Like, okay. you know. But there's a, I don't know. I just have a theory. My wild theory is that like most of of indie rock artists now have their like influences based in the emo world. Yeah, because it was like oh, definitely. There's, you there's know? total truth to that. Yeah, gotta be because it's like mid two thousands. It's like while we were forming it, you know. Yeah. Well, we have to uh, we have to think of a different word for this thing too you know it's it's not indie yeah. music by any means i know yeah is it though what is it is it it's not even rock anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, it, there's just there is none there is no music <laughs> music doesn't exist actually it's just, it's just noise no it's, it sounds i think it's elon musk i think it's his doing okay no, I don't. I don't know, but yeah, there is like there's there's no way to describe it. It's kind I mean, of. I'm not the one to do it. I'm not the one to do sure, it. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's getting genreless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it is very like and oh man, there's a pun. This isn't a pun. And dro- and genreness, androgen, and androgen, and ooh, that is really androgenous. It's so close. I know, it's so so close. But it's that and androgenous, bro. I know that that was a visual bit, but I stood, I sat up straight. <laughs> Patted yourself on the back. <laughs> the audio podcast. Way to go, Peter. Uh, hey, wait, me. wait, how would you spell that? And genrogenous. Hold on. I'll have to send it to um, you in the, in the chat. And genrogenous? Yeah. And this John. is quality content. This is garbage. This is what you wanted, right? I think so. <laughs> I think ultimately it is, though. Right. How'd, provide? <laughs> how'd, you, how'd your podcast go today? Oh, yeah, it was really informative. We just... Dude, that guy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you went down the same shit that I would have done by myself. Like, I'm still going to think about this later today. I know that for a fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is genreless, though. It's, it's very real. The world around us, you know, the world inside us. Mm-hmm. World inside you, the world inside me. I mean, there's no like, I don't know. What is it? What is what is rock music? Yeah, like what is that? I don't know. Rico Nasty is rock music. You know, that's true. At a certain point. Well, like the thing you said about hip hop, like rock used to be the thing, like tearing shit down. You know, and now that's entirely hip hop. You know. Yeah. Like stuff that's an offshoot of rock. Like okay, so like I noticed, like I feel like there's like more. Mm. I was gonna I was gonna sorry, I was gonna say that like hippocampus feels like poetic and some of your like brother Kinsey writing style feels a little bit more like straightforward. But now I'm thinking about it and there's there's both in both. Like Sure. You know? Uh, yeah, it's changed. Yeah. For for both projects. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yeah. Hippo used to be like, What the fuck are these guys talking about? What are saying they're making up words this is gibberish but that was kind of the point um because we were just trying to emulate like what you listen to right listen to and what we loved and what we dug um and then we would apply like seemingly really um offensively uh try hardy like spiritual meaning to it like afterwards and it was that's so cringy now but like it was needed. It was what we were going through. That's that, that's fine. But yeah, now it's like, let's let's get to the point. Like, what what are we trying to say? What are we trying to evoke? Um. So, but but there's still like the, you have to balance it out too at the same time. And with Brother Kenzie too, it's like some of it is like gonna be kind of uh, well, it, it gets like it gets raunchy. You know what I mean? Sure, it gets raunchy, but. uh, <laughs> I'm just being honest, man. You got to be honest, you know, whether you're pretentious in that way or or not, or whether it comes off like that, you know, Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if pretension exists, but I don't know either. I mean, like I, I couldn't relate. I couldn't relate more to what you're saying about, especially the early stuff. Like I, I saw a voice memo that I wrote a long time ago and I was like, this looks like a different person's writing. Like, (laughs) who is this guy? Yeah. Who's this fool? And like, the only part that I still liked was like the hook where it was like one line repeated over and over again. I was like, okay, this is, you know what I mean? Use it, use it. Yeah. It comes back, you know, yeah. recycled, recycled. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a, 
I do that so often, dude. It's so, <laughs> it's such a necessary part of the process. I think for me personally, it's like looking back and just being like, that was, that was me. And that is me. Yeah. And I carry, carry him with me. You know, it's like picking up like your shedded self and just carrying it, you know, as you walk through the rest of your life until you die from yeah. the collapse of it all. <laughs> Um, what, what does your, do your song start from the same place as that guy that you're carrying on your back? <laughs> uh, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I guess it depends, but, uh, uh, maybe, maybe there is a, a, the commonality that I can point to that is still with me and was with me, you know, it's redundant. Uh, of just trying to make something work, I guess, um, to my ears and to that like indescribable inside of yourself. Uh, and I think more often than not, um, I, there's been a beauty that I've strived strove for and, uh, striven, striven, (laughs) god um uh dude threw me off <laughs> i'm so sorry i fucked it up no. <laughs> i was so profound and then god uh no the, 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 the thing that we recognize as beauty that's always been like something that i chase after and whether i get there or not with the end product is like kind of beside the point but um uh yeah that's kind of the common thread in all myself I, I think that I could like point to um maybe like one of the more uh obvious ones I think one of the hard things to balance is like when you're like like how much would you say you utilize like the music theory or whatever and and because I feel like a lot of times it's like all that matters is like that I can get that I can connect with this because then I think other people will connect with it but then sometimes like you'll, you'll get in your way and you'll be like I've gone one to four too many times or I've done this certain thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how yeah. much does that impede ever? Or have you been through like, cause I've been through phases totally. of that and right now I'm not thinking about it at all, which is great, you know, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it definitely, it definitely has shown itself, especially with hippocampus, just having like the formula that worked and provided us the thing um uh but yeah going yeah one to four that's a perfect way of putting it like you can't keep doing this guys you know it's like and the the dichotomy about you know balancing that with like but it feels so good you know exactly love one to four um yeah i think i think that there's I never apply like music theory, like consciously, it kind of just shows up. And then like, it's more of like a, it's like the bike that you ride on through your neighborhood or like through a, a, through a city you've never been through before. And it's like, at a certain point, you're not, you're not thinking about like pedaling, you know, you just pedal or something. Um, But Maybe it's a way to communicate too. Like sometimes it's like a thing that like, it's just to let everybody else in. This is what I'm doing. 
right right hop totally. on your bike let's go you know yeah yeah but some people don't know the language you know it's like uh-huh. they might not mean anything to them at the same time it's kind True. of difficult like that's why but it's the same with like non-music theory shit like i want this to feel <laughs> like i want this to drip like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> but you can then you can apply the music theory to that and be like okay well like drippy chords like what's a drip chord like yeah i don't know i think it's it's always just in that very moment where you get to decide and you have like an opportunity to like do something different always always like always explore that route because you might pick up something that you can use later for like something that's not even that, that doesn't even apply to the current problem or the current song like sure yeah you know? you might write like the next chorus for the next hit single, but you were just trying to write like a bridge for this really shitty solo project song. <laughs> right. Well, I, I got You guys struck it. I mean, like you definitely did. You can hear a difference like landmark to Bambi. Like, I don't know. It's clear to me that there's like a lot of growth there. Cause I remember being like, these are different sounds like immediately being like, Oh shit. Am I going to fuck with this in a sec? And then immediately I was like, I do. And it's just like that. And also seemed like the addition of DiCarlo, like all that stuff kind of really felt like you guys were like growing as writers and not losing the, the appeal that like put you there in the first place. So it's, it's Thank you, really commendable. I appreciate that. That that means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that was a, maybe it was a tough, tough process. They were both tough. They're, they're, they're all tough. They're all really difficult. Yeah. I'm sure it's the toughest thing you deal with every time until the next one. Yeah. Yeah. This last record though, that we, that we've been working on, um, was amazing. It was amazing. Cause we we just did it ourselves with, with Caleb and, um, it was, it was, uh, it was very collaborative and, and just fun, you know, just a good time. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully we achieve, I think we have achieved like another step in that progression. Um, Cause that's kind of, that's all you can do. Right. Is like change. So lean into it. Yeah. yeah. But sure. I appreciate that. Thank you for, thank oh. you for saying that. That means a lot. I, I really mean it. it's awesome, man. It's uh, I'm excited to hear it. I'm, and I'm excited, like all this stuff where, where you're like, I don't know, enthused about the new stuff. It feels like there's some slump that, that was like fought through that wasn't even apparent to, to like the listeners, you know, fans and stuff. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Bambi was just like, there's so much, there's so much touring. It was just like, it was exhausting. We were exhausted Yeah. through that whole record. It was just an exhausting process. Um, it was dark. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was like the middle of the night. Is that record to oh, me? Right. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Between absolutely. shows or something. Yeah, nobody's awake. Like the lights are off in every house, and like you're just you don't know where to go. You know, mm-hmm. that's that record. Um, personally, and yeah. I feel like this next one is kind of like, all right, the sun's coming up. Let's like let's get back to work and like and feed the cows milk the cows <laughs> you're reminded i totally forgot this but i'm just remembering now that like um like it, 
they told me because the first band that took us out to like be direct support was the Mowgli's and I, they took you guys out pretty early no as way. well, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was our first tour. Yeah. Uh, and cool. Yeah. So we went and saw you, I think it was the Novo show and I'm with Josh and he's like, he pointed to you and he's like, that is, that dude is the reason I had to quit drinking before going on stage. Cause I just like looked so bad after he <laughs> was playing. <laughs> I remember dude. I remember that. That was, yeah, he, wow. Crazy. Wait, the Novo show. Or maybe not the Novo. What's the LA? The oh, It was a hippo show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, that was our first tour, and it was just like, we were like stoked to be out there. We were like airtight, kind of, but like, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, we learned a lot on that tour, and they were amazing to us. How did you guys get linked up with them? We got the same management, so... Um, oh. we became buds. I started going to like comedy shows with their drummer, Andy, like in the neighborhood nice. and stuff. Like, uh, nice. yeah, but Man, what a guy. Yeah. But, uh, but the other thing they said too, and they're like, you guys would fucking wrap your guys shit up as quick as you could and like sprint to the merch table. That was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Those were the days, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was not that long ago. Right. <laughs> I'm not that old, okay? Yeah. Trust me. Um, but yeah, it feels like it feels like eons ago, dude. That was so fun. It was so fun. That's the best. That I era? Playing in a van. Uh-huh. Like it it happened too quick for me, dude. The promotion to like a bus. A bus, yeah. I was like I was ready to live and die in that van. Oh well. I still drive that van. Really? Yeah. That's your it's car. My, that's my mode of transportation. That's amazing. <laughs> I Our love man. him. I love him. He's like, oh, what's he's his name? Crackers. Nice. Ours is super stupid. No, dude. Ours is ours is red, so it's Clifford. Like all red. Yeah. That's adorable. Crackers is like <laughs> not. It's not cute at all. Our first but one was a lease when we were in a minivan and a trailer, and then when we went to Sprinter, we're in Clifford. Nice. Nice. I like crackers. <laughs> I like that you I hate love, him. I love him. I hate his name. I've got it. He's been so good to me. He's been so good to me. You know? So another one of the things I talked to Kyle about was how we were like feeling like um, there hasn't been a good movie representation of what it's like to tour. Like at that stage, like the van stage, really like there's green room, but it turns into like murder immediately. Oh God. I know, me too. Um, and then I was like, the closest thing, really, now that I thought about it more, because we we ultimately landed on that thing you do. But like, uh, to oh. me, it, it was y'all <laughs> doing Miles to Go Before I Sleep. I mean, it's not a fictional movie. It's just like documenting you guys and, and Pearl Jam. But that... Oh, wow. But like, that's kind of the best glimpse into what that looks like, you know? I forgot about that. <laughs> it was a good... It was a good glimpse, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Oh, dude, it... That was so weird. It was so weird. These two dudes just like traveling with us. Yeah. And we were like, we get really performancey, or we were like more so in that era of like, oh, there's a camera in my face? Huh? Huh? You wanna go? Like, but you're like, you know, you're like 20, 22 and you're like, look at me, you know? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 You can, you can sum it up for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that would, yeah, I don't know. T- touring in a van is like, it's so visceral. You know, yeah. it's the, it's the, it's, it's romantic. 
I love it. It's like a glass of wine. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's it's special and you're too close and you smell terrible and and uh perfect. I think you you guys might have been the ones who planted the idea of like that's your bedroom. Like this is this is your like I don't know if it was from that, but it was one one thing I took away from it. It's like if you want privacy, it's headphones. That's you know. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. you're pointing to your headphones. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. This is yeah. yeah. This is your. This is all you can do to yeah. escape. Yeah, yeah. this is a, great too because it was like the perfect time to be like getting into podcasts and like nothing was like dumbed down. I think. And like, it was still exciting to listen to music yeah. <laughs> and like really just like sit down and listen to albums and like stare out the window oh, and yeah. just be existential, you know? Do you remember any of the records that were like on a loop perhaps too much? Like we definitely have those records where it's like a consensus that all four guys like this album. So I'm going to hear it every fucking two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess at that time, like Currents had just come out mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, there was a lot of Tame Impala. There was a lot of uh, um, Pimple Butterfly, and uh, so many. There wasn't a there wasn't a whole lot of like Van listen to album mode, you oh, know. Okay. Um, if if there was probably like more podcasts. Oh, I'm so than, jealous. Like, music at that time, I hated it at the time. That's so I was funny. like, guys, like. This is our job. We have to like listen to music, and um, but yeah, there's a lot of like murder podcasts and stuff. That's yeah, that's time. classic. A little uh, yeah. last podcast on the left business. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a huge podcast guy. I am. I mean, I literally started one because I fucking <laughs> God stupid. I'm listening to these more than music at this point, which is sad too. Because it's no, it's it's real. It's real. I think there was a moment for me where things flipped, and I was like. Oh shit! Somebody's facetiming me. Sorry. <laughs> Decline. Okay, that's staying in Con- there. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. Um, no, yeah. I, for me, it was like I, I tried to start this before the quarantine happened, and then we like I just never got enough episodes backed up before we would leave for tour. Uh, you know, and then this happened. I was like, oh, now I can zoom people. Like there was Chill. like you know there was like a consensus that like audio quality wasn't as important once quarantine started. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, every the qual- everything just kind of tanked. It's people, so weird, dude, dude, isn't it? Like Yeah, super weird. How do we not have this down? Do you remember that moment at the beginning of this where like you, you like saw all your friends who like weren't musicians like having their like fun like pajama party work days vibe? Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, kind of. I don't have that many friends outside of <laughs> Side of the band, but well, yeah, I guess you guys did it pretty, pretty young and fast. So that's it. Seems like forever ago. Time, am I right, dude? Couldn't have said it better without the myself. You couldn't have <laughs> said time. I couldn't have said time. Um, okay, so the this is one thing. So I'm I'm curious about like I've noticed a lot of your y'all songs, your songs. Like there's a you do a lot of this like vocal doubling on the lead guitar thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, is that a, uh, is that a thing? So, cause like we got, we have like a deal where it's like, we got two singers. So like when one guy's singing, the other guy's lead guitar, you know, and it's hard to find that space sometimes, especially when there's like a busy rhythm guitar. Hmm. 
So is that like something that was just your natural inclination? Because like I hear and I go like, oh, he must have been like looking for space and just matched the vocal melody because it was the right call or something. Oh, you're talking like guitar is doing what the singer is doing? Guitar doing? and the singer matching, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I thought you were like talking about the guitars. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that came from. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just like, yeah, just emphasis, I guess. Yeah. Making, making, um, you know, if there's a hook, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's like what it's played on necessarily. It might as well be sung. And if it's going to be sung, why not play it on guitar too? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like Woo Life or something like give us that idea or yeah. like. I don't know mm-hmm. something early on like that. And it's just like, Oh, this works. Totally. Just keep doing this. And like easy. I miss that band. That was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> it was so weird. It's so good. Yeah. It was, it was definitely one of those things where like, I'm in the, I'm in the cool weird music and I'm young. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys even heard of life? <laughs> so, I'm actually out of here because you're not cool enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be really great, but um, <laughs> see you later. All right, Dad's a pastor. Can you can you let me in on where you're at religiously now? How much influence that had? I, there's so many bands that came from the church. You know, it's like a really kind sure. of universal thing. But I know that yeah. everybody's at a different stage once they do it for a little well, bit. Yeah, there's such a weird, uh, like, white guy thing yeah. where they get really into, like, pedal boards and gear and, like, you know, uh, like, <laughs> post-rock. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, Besides that, I, what was the question? Oh yeah, uh, religiously. I mean, I'm religious in the in the sense that like I get up and I do my thing, you know, and I and I practice like this thing that I believe in, and you know, that's what religion is to me. And like, I don't, um, I don't necessarily, I don't identify as Christian or you know, not. Catholic, Lutheran, whatever, you know. Um, But yeah, the idea of God is is part of what I do. It might not be the Christian God, but something else, higher power kind of thing. I love that, though. I like religion almost being like... How how do I you know get up and structure things, and how you like might make moral choices throughout the day and stuff. That's great. Yeah, we all have routines. We all have like you know, a, a, a fixed set of beliefs at times maybe in our lives uh-huh. and that changes. And like the, um, the, the business behind the, the Catholic church and the business behind like any of them. Yeah. Just the, the, the structure, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, um, institution of it is, is not something that I vibe with, um, anymore, but, uh, yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Sure. Do you have any any ties to the yeah. church? Uh, yeah, I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school for nine years, maybe like 15 years if you count a, a liberal arts college, you know, 
But like, oh, okay. but I actually really appreciate that. Like my parents put me in Catholic school to eighth grade and then a public high school. So I got to realize <laughs> that there's yeah. a lot of things and I don't know how conscious that was, but yeah. 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 That's, um, yeah that's very real. Me too. Cause I was like homeschooled and private school until oh, wow. eighth grade yeah. and then public performing arts high school. Yeah. So it's like wildly different. You go from like, you go from like graduating class of what, 20 something. And then, and then to like 800, like yeah, I was like forced to like be around things that were like way moved way faster than I was ready for, but I loved it. It's so important. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, that's a great way of putting it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like everything to me, I do balance like, cause I was like, I feel like religious. That's the other thing too, is like, a lot of the kids in the Catholic school that I grew up with just bounced right over and were just hated the concept of religion immediately, you know? And I was like one of the only ones like holding on to it for longer, having more like reverence for it than a lot of my peers. And so that was a thing that, uh, like, I, I don't know. I still appreciate a lot of things that I got out of like being Christian, even if like my, I kind of, my religious basis is a little more like sample platter i like to i don't know like you hear stuff like from buddhism or something like this is the shit like yeah there's like a, the the faith aspect of it is like what we're talking about i think exactly like yeah. i have i have faith yeah you know in something right you know yeah but we all do that's why we get out of bed that's mm-hmm. why we that's why we act religiously you right know? exactly I have, I have faith that i can like write it good song like sure. a great American album and like that i can be a good person hopefully and yeah. that faith is what drives me to like do the shit that i do totally i guess yeah so thank you thank you religion for that thanks religion <laughs> but uh everything else can fuck right off yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um okay well i got my uh, i got my like lightning round of questions if you want to go oh. through it doesn't have to be fast. It's just the stuff I ask everybody. I'm not that fast, man. My brain is like... Let's keep it slow. Slow down. Yeah. Um, can you think of the best show you've ever played? Best show we've ever played? Man. Bonnaroo was really good. It's last time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Govball was great. We played a show for DiCarlo's birthday party back in... 2013 i think the summer we graduated and um that was that still is one of my favorite shows we also played a a, in caleb's basement that year i think that summer and it was just all of our friends there was like nobody else and it was just that was great so that i love how I love how bookendy that is. It's like this at the moment where we're like at our tightest and strongest. And then this, which is like one of the early ones. Where oh my God. Tight. Just like so, so bad. So bad at our instruments, but like, <laughs> man, the feeling behind that community friendship, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Translating that basement totally. onto the stage at Bonnaroo. Like that's all we can ask for. That's you cool, know, huh? sure. Sure. Um, all right, this one's uh, this one's for anybody listening who might want to do this. I like everybody sharing a worst show ever. As oh, well. shit. Worst show. <laughs> so many. 
so many <laughs> terrible, terrible shit. I know. I got to say, I, I, I ask this to everybody and I always have a different one to share on my end. Like they always trigger a garbage <laughs> show. From- <laughs> um, well, <laughs> this makes me think of a, a quote. Uh, Isaac Brock told me after one of the Modest Mouse shows in England. That's That sounds like a lot of fun. That no, was weird. It was weird. Um, <laughs> but I was like, hey, man, like, how's the, how's the show for you? And he was like, you know, I never lose, but sometimes they don't win. And I was like, tight. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to go like what? not... I was I was just like so aimless after that. Like, what are you talking about? But it kind of makes sense. <laughs> There's a level of like, well, I showed up, I did my job, but like the crowd kind of sinks, sinks, sinks. Um, and that like Birmingham, England. That was a terrible show. There's some of the okay. at us. <laughs> they might as well have just. It, it could have been any band on stage. You know what I mean? Like they right. don't. Yeah, I mean, I love you guys over there, but like, don't throw shoes at me. <laughs> get pissed, like right after school. They just get, like they just get want <laughs> want to get drunk and like dance, and it's like that's fine. But you're the backdrop, not the show. In that scenario, perfect way of putting it. Yeah, uh, dude, that cracks me up so much because you're expecting the classic like small talk tour mate. Mm-hmm. The sound isn't that sick, but like the crowd's here or yeah. whatever the fuck. That was, uh, yeah. So, so weird. He had his birthday on that tour and there was like, he was wearing like a goat head mask thing. Huh. It was, it was so strange. I was like, I'm 20, 21, 22 years old. Hi. Generational difference. I feel like rock and roll, like old, like the concept of rock and roll is like so gone with our generation of touring musicians. Oh yeah. 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 Mental health is like, that's rock and roll now, you know, like bingo. But, yeah. <laughs> damn dude. Modest mouse. Crazy. Shout out. Can I have that be the blurb for this episode? Mental health is rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's good. It is good. good. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I just want a couple like big lessons you've learned about these different things. So like, what's a big lesson you learned about, um, production? Jeez. um there's so many different kinds and you can you can it's a it's about i think for me the 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 person behind the producer matters that's okay that's something i've learned sure do you do all the brother kenzie stuff on your own Mm -hmm. it sounds great it's (laughs) Thanks. It does. And I just, I don't know. It sounds great, but it's also like, it's different. It's, you know, it's not what y'all, y'all are doing together. And yeah, it's never been anything beyond my bedroom. So I'm I'm going to be getting out of that pretty soon with the next couple of records I have lined up, but, um, that's cool. But yeah, that's, it's always just a very personal drunk at home experience for me. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But I appreciate that. Thank Um, you. Of course. Yeah. Uh, what about a big lesson in performing? (laughs) Big lesson in performing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I think uh, 
I guess if you're playing with other people, if you're performing with other people, you know, um, um, it's pretty important to, to look out for each other, I think. Um, and you, you know, you don't want to be enemies on stage. It's just not good. So, um, even though it might fuel some sort of entertaining, uh, bouts between band members, um, it's not, it's not healthy. And, uh, I think that that translates to the crowd, um, specifically. So it kind of just hinders everything, hinders the magic. Um, maybe is that good? Yeah, totally dude. I I hear you. I mean, (laughs) there's a lot you can carry on, onto the stage yeah, you know if you're like just sitting with it all day long yeah you know yeah it's it's, it's tough it's tough yeah. but it's just being open and communicating with that and like yeah. you know if you recognize that like your bass players like looking a little sad a little down the dumps maybe i'll just go walk over there during this guitar solo or something <laughs> sure yeah um i don't know picking up on that energy is like it's kind of hard to balance you don't want to be like paranoid but you definitely should be aware of what's going on. Yeah. Otherwise it's like, it could be disastrous. Totally. And and that's the other thing too, is like, there's so many other outside factors when you're doing this stuff. It's like the last thing you want to do is like create more tension within your own, yeah. you know, it should be like, it should be us against the world, you know? And that's yeah. a, that's the thing that I'm learning and, and everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. And it's, it's different for everybody. You know, if, uh, I'm sure like, performing solo is crazy like we just did some sessions for jake's record mm-hmm. and uh just watching him go through that process and like the different the difference in that is is really apparent and it's beautiful but it, it must be like pretty uh chilling at times for him to just kind of feel i don't know maybe like a little like naked i guess sure yeah everything is on that so i don't have experience experience with that but within performance being in a band it's like you're in a band so you have to perform like one you know that's got to be such a different thing you know because he's he has you guys as the safety net all the time it's great that you guys are like his band for the session as well but that's got to be a totally well, different beast yeah. when you've been just doing years of teamwork essentially, yeah you know? it's not the whole it's not the whole band it was I, it was just me but we got other players got from from around the city and it's like mm-hmm. dude there's it's it's gonna be great that's awesome. sick um big lesson in writing uh don't overthink it i guess um be honest yeah there's not really big lessons i don't really have like huge lessons there's just little ones that's like okay if something isn't working don't worry about it don't overwork yourself um yeah just don't overthink shit uh, what about touring? Um, <laughs> I took big off. Did you hear that? <laughs> uh, just eat, eat as eat as good as you can. Drink water, for God's sake. Drink <laughs> definitely. Right? Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, wear a mask <laughs> if you have to tour. Uh, You're doing it right now, right? I can't imagine. No, I, I have no idea. It's so it's crazy outrageous. that we like every conversation in my life, it just keeps coming back. Dude, I can't watch anything on TV without me thinking like that's too many people. Right. You know? Right. 
What? What? I'm like, I look at everything. I'm like, what the fuck were we doing before this? We were gross, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's like dirt and like sweaty people that we would like, that we would hug and yeah, kiss and stuff. Scary. Crazy. Crazy. Um, I guess, I guess perhaps this one could be, uh, what you learned from Isaac, but I was wondering if you had anything from like a tour mate or any other bands that you guys have been on the road with that you're like, that you really cared with you. That's a great question. There definitely are. I'm so bad memory wise with this kind of stuff. What even, what even bands have I, have I toured with? <laughs> That's how it came out in my, in my brain. What even bands? What even bands? I like that. I asked you a question. You're like, you're like, this is good. I have, dude, I forgot what I do. There's a, there's a line in, um, have you seen hereditary? I loved it. So good. There's a line in it that the dad says towards the end. And he's like, what language is even that? Or what, is that what he says? Yeah, that's literally what he says in the movie. What language is even that? And it's it's just, that's, that's how I'm thinking right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. God. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not right. No, I, I, I remember, I also remember being like wildly jarred. Like, I just thought it was so weird that the dad was British in that movie. Like, I couldn't get over it for the whole time. I was like, why is he British? And the kid's yeah. not... I don't know why it bothered me so much. It's strange. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, in it. In it. Yeah. Um, God, it's a great movie. Colin Stetson too on the soundtrack. Oh. Talk about Hereditary. Uh, Dude. Well, that's that's my last question. That's how I ended is if you have any recommendations, whether it's TV or movies or oh, video well, games or whatever. Let's see if I can conjure some some nuggets of truth of advice other, yeah. from other bandmates or something I, I really i really should have one i really want to sound like a good person <laughs> that like i listen to people because i do but i just can't think of anything um if <laughs> one time no <laughs> i don't really have any i feel like sure sure would have they probably imparted something really lovely yeah. on me at some point in time okay um, those dudes are amazing okay sweet uh so thanks for any wisdom that you gave me guys <laughs> do you know what okay i'm gonna leave this open if anything hits you it's gonna hit you like in 20 minutes right just email me that answer yeah, okay. and i'll say it in the intro <laughs> okay perfect yeah hey a little heads up there's a point where nathan gets just really Weird. Can't remember anything. He goes on and on about hereditary. It's crazy. But what he was trying to say was, "That's a good idea." <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Okay. What was the next one? Um, the next one is the last one, which is if you have any recommendations or anything that you've been enjoying during this quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Um, content wise, yeah, I'm reading a book called "The Three Body Problem." It's a Chinese sci-fi book. It's bomb. Oh check it out is it mind body spirit is it that, that that sort of thing or is it something totally different it's like aliens oh hell yeah it's dense but it's good um, okay uh three body problems yeah sick uh killing eve it's pretty good oh it is on hulu yeah yeah okay fucking with that milo is a guy from minneapolis and he just dropped an ep that i had the pleasure of working on 
and um, awesome. He's awesome. Great dude. Is it LOE? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Great tracks. Great guy. Okay. Sweet. Um, awesome. Uh, I'm watching a documentary on Francis Bacon, the painter. Oh, nice. Nice. It's called A Brush with Violence. It's pretty dark, but it's good. Um, it's a killer. It's a killer name. Yeah. For, for a painting doc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the most of it, I guess. You gave us a book. A show, a doc, yeah. an album. That's awesome. There you go. Thanks, man. Yeah. I hope that helps. Dude, that's great. All right. That's it. That's all my questions. Thanks for doing this, man. Oh, yeah, of course. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks um, for having me. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so yeah. much. Yeah, it's good to meet you. Yeah, you too. Thanks for letting me ramble. Oh, actually, I forgot one more. This is a side note, but No Palm. You guys do that song live, right? You guys did that on, that last, on your last tour? Yeah, No Palms, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I was just, I, same thing this earlier, kind of like, what what made that be like a band thing? Because like Whistler has a song that he sings too, right? That y'all mm-hmm. were doing live. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. We, we, just, we were just jamming on it, you know? And then it was like, we were, we recorded it for Bambi. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just didn't really, it didn't fit the vibe. It was, it felt like a different project. We just threw it on the demos records, um, but I'd written the the initial track like before, like Landmark, I think, or like right after Landmark, maybe. And um, I kind of wanted it to be more of like a dodo's, like acoustic kind of kind of vibe, but it just turned into this punk energy on stage when we were vibing with it as a band, and um, yeah. It's, it's always a fun time playing that that song. Yeah, that that whole demos two record I thought was just such a cool move, such like an anti-label move to just be like, nah, we're you know. Well, it was perfect because the label needed us to drop something because yeah, they were like, we need we need something else. Like D- DSPs are gonna like like it's gonna go down if you don't drop something like soon. And we were mm-hmm. like, we were like, fuck you. <laughs> can control me but jake yeah. jake had the great idea it was a, a brilliant idea he was like why don't we just drop all the demos and we we're like yeah. oh hell yeah great compromise I, I love that yeah worked out yeah it definitely did it's it's cool because it was like also a, a handful of songs that y'all were just playing live mm-hmm. and that i was like dude they they weren't gonna exist otherwise right right so yeah like, and, and you know, back to the thing, man. Reuse, recycle. Exactly. Like, I mean, you never know when something's gonna be of use. So, record everything and like document everything for sure. Tight. Fucking a. Fucking a. Awesome, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll bug you when this comes out and all that. Okay. Awesome. Nice to meet you, man. You too, dude. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me. Cheers. Appreciate yeah. it. Bye. Appreciate it as well. Bye. All right. That was a fun conversation with Nathan. I uh, appreciate you listening. I figure it'd be good to uh, play the song that we talked about. So here's No Palms by Hippocampus. Enjoy. Bear me with your room and I might jump. Start cracking open, throw up the love. Someone will come by and then it will be. 
fucking dude and i and i really like talking to him so nathan i appreciate it all right y'all uh do the thing follow us subscribe like do all that stuff listen to hippocampus listen to brother kenzie listen to baby boys listen to arms akimbo and i will see you back here next week peace out